What's going on? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys, this is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast, the podcast inspiring young rock and metal fans to discover new music, find a way to connect, and find a place they feel like they belong. Welcome to the show, everybody. I know what day it is we're doing this. This is March 21st because there is one hell of an album coming out on March 24th from the most consistent band in metalcore today, forever, whatever you want to call it. It's August Burns Red, and oh my god, I've been waiting to do this episode ever since I found out the album's gonna drop and it's finally here yeah before we get started i want to thank our sponsor of this podcast which is phoenix fitness so we're talking about august burns red today and you guys know if i'm gonna go see august burns red play live along with devil's prime bleed from within who they're on tour with right now you know i'm gonna jump in that mosh pit and i'm gonna go from start from bleed from within all the way through devil's product and into august burns red and go nuts the entire time so i'm gonna be able to make sure i do that i gotta say what i call mosh pit fit so what is mosh pit fit i mean i gotta make sure again start to the finish so i gotta make sure my cardio game is on point i gotta deliver those hits and take those hits as well so i gotta lift as well so i'm constantly in the gym you know lifting running biking stairmaster swimming all that kind of stuff six seven days a week now I also have to make sure that my body is being prepared and recover right to hit those fitness goals. And you can hit those fitness goals too. It'd be mosh pit fit, provide preparing and recovering right with the help of Phoenix Fitness. They have many different products to help you get that, such as different types of pre-workout, both stim and stim free. I personally use their stim free stuff because guys, you know my energy level is absolutely nuts. I don't need any more caffeine or stimulants. Those different type of BCW recovery compounds to absorb nutrients in your muscles after the workout. Creatine help you build muscle. Protein to help you build muscle. Collagen-based, plant-based, whey-based protein. I use their whey-based chocolate malt flavored. That's what I like. They also have different types of multivitamins and literally anything you might need to achieve your fitness goals. Phoenix Fitness has for you to get mosh pit fit. So our listeners get 20% of use code CPP20 at FNXFit.com. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness. Mosh pit fit, baby. Yeah. Now it's time for a feature presentation. And guys, we have Dustin from August Burns Red on the podcast today. How about I just stop doing this intro and we get right into it? Are you ready? Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. This is an episode I have been just like geared for and just anticipating since the beginning of the year. And I am so excited we finally get to do it. This band, one of the most consistent bands you'll ever see music, Metalcore Stalwarts through and through. They are currently on the road right now with Devil Wars Prada and Bleed From Within. So if you're going to be able to catch any of these shows, make sure you go and do it because you're not going to want to miss any of these rippers. They've had an incredible beginning of the year from a viral moment at the Winter Classic to the Heart Support Fest and now on tour ripping with their brand new album, Death Below, coming out on March 24th. You're not going to miss out on any of it. So please, please, please welcome Dustin from the band August Burns Red of the podcast. So Dustin, welcome to the Core Progression Podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm stoked to be here. Thanks for being on, man. How has everything been going in your world? I mean, for the first couple of months of 2023, especially for the band, it's been just like a nonstop flow of just craziness and positivity coming your way. Yeah, it really has. You know, we've released several new singles for, for the new record, Death Below, and been getting really good feedback from all of them. They all have their own unique sound. Um, they're all very fitting for the record, but yet these three songs that we chose to put out before the record came out have their own unique sound and, and flow and everything. So I'm um, just really excited to have such good reception for these songs and to also release the full album to be able to hear what everybody thinks of the rest of it. 
I mean, I've got a feeling when you release that full album, it's just going to be something that you guys are used to in terms of all out of the other releases that you've released. It's like, this is just as good as we possibly could imagine it from August Burns Red. Like, when it, when we think metalcore, we think quality, <laughs> August Burns Red's always a name that comes to mind. Thank you so much. Yeah, I've been seeing people throw around the word consistent, most consistent in the genre. And I don't say that. That's not me claiming that, but I've been seeing that. And it just means a lot to, to have... Um, so many people and meet people daily because we do meet and greets every day to have people say that to me and say that like i've been listening to you guys since messengers and you know constellations but my favorite record but i still love phantom anthem i still love i'm so excited for death Below. i love those new songs so it's just really cool to to talk to so many people that have stuck with us for all these years um because they're carrying us into the future you know without people supporting us we wouldn't be able to put out a new record you know so. Oh, under, understandable. Even for myself, I really didn't start to get into like metalcore until like maybe like middle or late 2018. And so my first August Burns Red album on like a new cycle was 2020's Guardians. And of course, coming out right during the pandemic, I listened to that and I'm just like, oh my God, what have I been missing out on? And then going through the rest of the back catalog, it was consistency was the name of the game. It was just consistent through and through quality was there every step of the way. So with Death Below coming out, I'm like, this is, I'm expecting the exact same thing in terms of quality. And through the first three singles, you guys have hit on it in every specific aspect. And with those three singles, definitely having a different flair to them from each one. It's just it stands out so powerfully with the consistency you guys bring, but also just how well done you guys are when it comes to your craft. Thank you. Yeah. And we want to bring new things to the table too. And so for this record, we're doing some new things in that the latest single we just released uh, reckoning being an eight, you know, almost an eight minute track. That's something we have not delved into before. And I know it's not new to the genre, but it's, it's new to us. And that's the way that that song and another song called the cleansing and, came out and something else that's it's pretty exciting about death below is it's um it's the first time we've ever written a record and have it flow from start to finish the entire record just flows like it's one song some some songs transitions are better than others there's some that are just like absolutely seamless there are others that bridge the gap a little bit less creatively but still it's all tied together it's it's like listening to one song uh, uh you know a, a theatrical experience um, and I'm just super excited to be able to be 20 years into it and to still be doing things that are, that are new to us. So it was very cool creatively to try and find a way um, to bridge the gap from these songs, to connect them. You know, we had six songs written for this record in 2020 because we got sent home from tour because COVID broke out. And JB and I, you know, Guardians wasn't even out yet. And we had talked, well, I guess we should write some more music. So we started writing music and we started experimenting with flowing songs together and just had like six songs by like May of 2020 where they were just flowing seamlessly. And we were like, well, we got to keep going with this right now. So that's where that kind of came from was that started those six songs just kind of flowing like they were one track. So see, that's something that's really interesting to think of too, because one of the biggest things when it comes to music nowadays is especially with how it's consumed online through streaming it seems like everything is like single driven where it's you want to have that consistent flow music coming out and have every song sound like its own thing. But there's a lot of people out there where you want to listen to an album and you just want to put on, get lost in it. And if you guys are going to create an album that's going to go from top to bottom, it's just going to have this seamless transition all the way through. I mean, I'm going to suggest to people, if you're going to want to listen to Death Low, what you got to do is you got to sit down, get ready for like a good hour and like, okay, you know, block that time off because you want to experience this whole thing. Put on your headphones and just get lost in it and just flow with the whole entire thing or put it on in your car, start driving and just get that like, you know, that that windshield time of just focusing in on anything else and just enjoying the ride. Because even when going through this, 
especially look on Spotify just right now. You have the three singles out there because I was listening to them just from it was like The Reckoning came first and then I think it was uh, Backfire. It was really interesting because going from Backfire and then to Ancestry, the transition between those two, even though they're not next to each other on the uh, track listing, that transition was seamless as well. I couldn't even believe it when I was listening through it. That was something that when you just said that, I thought, this is kind of weird because even in different orders, they still flow together really well. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, a lot of the record is there, there's only two different tunings on the record, and we're bridging that gap. And Backfire utilizes both of those tunings. The song starts out in B, and then we use a drop pedal, drop it down to A. And then, like you had said there, you said that Backfire kind of has like a little like kind of like a, we'll say a drum fill into the next song which right now in the order on spotify because it's just the three singles it's backfire in the ancestry but that's not the way it does on the record so backfire goes into a song called revival and if you think it flows good in the ancestry you're going to really realize that oh it flows much better into revival um and yeah it's just like these these songs being two different tunings and utilizing these tunings you can just like any song you know like you don't have to listen to the record from start to finish you can pick up any song anywhere and it makes sense like even like um let me think about this like um the way ancestry starts like it that, that was the first song we released and you hear it and right out the gate you're like oh this is awesome mm-hmm. now when you hear the way the cleansing flows into it you're about to hear something different because it's like it's its own song it's its own identity but the way it bridges the gap from the cleansing into ancestry, it maybe makes the intro to ancestry sound different. It's just like, it's, it's brilliant. I'm so excited that we, uh, that those are two JB songs. I'm so excited about the transitions between the songs on this record, but also the fact that you can just like put on a single song and not have to think about listening into it from start to finish. Now that is something that's really interesting. Cause even when you're talking about that transition, now I'm getting even more excited for the album to release because I want to hear what that transition is into ancestry is going to be like from the cleansing because whenever i hear music or albums or songs that are back to back with each other that can stand out on their own but they have that transitionary period into one another and just make it sound so differently but makes that sound from the second song that's going to be after it sound in a completely different way but just as powerful as the first if you're listening to it as like a single that just sticks out in everyone's mind is okay this is the point in the album where we just want to feel it's like we are ready to go no matter what, whether it's you're going to hear that song live and it's going to be on its own or if the cleansing then comes into ancestry, everyone's going to want to just go absolutely nuts, whether they're sitting in their car, sitting at home or seeing you guys play live and just in the middle of the pit, just going, let's fucking go. That's right, dude. Yeah. And especially listening to this record, too. I think that this is a record that like you had mentioned it being like an hour long. It, it is a long record. There are a couple long songs and it's it's a record that I think is going to have lasting value for our fans meaning that like you don't with guardians i feel like guardians was a little bit easier to digest because the songs were a little bit more structured they were still tech um but they were just like you would listen to it and maybe get a little bit quicker whereas with death below it's it's very tech it's it's like it's probably our most progressive record to date um being these these two long songs and just like really techy chaotic parts and it's a really dark record i'm super excited but um yeah i just i just can't wait to share it man i'm just super excited to to get feedback on it. it's one of my favorite things is like when i sit down and write music like yes i write it for myself but i'm also trying to like write it for all of our fans that have been with us for all over these these years and like i try to keep that in mind and we have such like a wide variety of uh sounds from like each record has its own identity and that's no difference here it's no different here with death below and just like 
I'm just super excited to to share it with the world. I can kind of attest to that too because I still remember listening to Guardians and now listening to what you guys have put on Death Below so far and just seeing that there is a little bit of a darker feel to it at the exact same time. Because I remember listening to, uh, what was it on Guardians, listening to Bones for the first time and that was the song that kind of got me connected. We're like, now I'm into this. Like, this is awesome. And all of a sudden jump in and Death Below, listen to Ancestry to start out with and I'm like, this there's something, it's kind of has given me like those similar vibes, but it's a different feel to it. Like it has a little bit of a darker emotion to it. And then hearing Jesse Leach featured on the track as well with the clean vocals, especially, you know, kind of bouncing a little bit off of Jake. It just really stood out as like, oh my God, this has got a little bit of a different flair to it, but this is still hitting just as hard as anything else you guys have put out. Yeah. Ancestry's hard, man. It's a, it's a, we're playing it right now uh, um, on this tour, and it's like it's a tough song. It's a very techy. It hits hard. It's one of those songs that I'm just like, well, I can't move left to right. I got to stand right here and focus <laughs> on what I'm playing right now. But it's super fun to play live. See, like I'm, I'm hoping that you know you guys are still playing it live by the time you know the second part of that uh, of the tour you guys are on comes around. Because when you come around where I'm able to see you guys live, like I want to be in the middle of the pit for that going absolutely nuts and maybe get thrown around to the side. I mean, who knows? But I'm just here to have a good time and just enjoy some good ass music, which I mean, every time I've seen August Burns Red play live so far, seen you guys play, it's been nothing short of an absolute blast. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, super excited. We have such high energetic shows that we just played San Antonio last night, sold out show. And it was, it was nuts, man. It's, it's so crazy. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I couldn't be in the pit myself, you know? (laughs) I'll say now you're saying, you know, looking at San Antonio, it was crazy. I'm starting to think like, I got to start talking to my friends. Like, you know, when you guys end up coming to Chicago, I'm like, you know what? We got to, we got to up this. We got to top this because we can't let no one beat us. (laughs) Chicago always brings it too. (laughs) And it's like, and even I'm, cause I'm from Milwaukee. So I like, you guys are playing Chicago. I'm going to travel down there and make sure I'm in the middle of all that stuff. Cause Again, I've seen you guys I think I've seen you guys play three times before so far, and every single time it's always something insane, crazy, but a lot of fun, no matter what, every single time. Either the pit's crazy or I will never ever forget this. I think it was twenty nineteen, the first time I saw you guys, you're playing at Summerfest here in Milwaukee, and we ended up oh, picking yeah. up the benches because there was no room for people to actually mosh. Dude, we yeah, actually we our tour manager talked with them that year. They were, he was like, you know, we gotta we gotta move these benches and, and the festival didn't want to do it. And I understand it was a lot to do, but he was like, Look, this is like not we 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 need to move this. He just like suggested they do it and they didn't move them and then that happened during the set. Did we have to stop? I can't remember if we had to stop and like address that, but that was nuts, dude. <laughs> we tried to tell them to move the benches, get these out of here. <laughs> If I remember correctly, oh. like, like, you, like we picked up the benches because I was a part of on one of the sides where we saw, I saw one side do it. And I'm just like, okay, we got to do it on our side too, because well, <laughs> it was just, it was, we needed to do it because it was just going to make it a lot better. But after, you know, security kind of came in, we're having us like put benches back down. I remember it was after one of your songs. That's when Jake addressed me. He's like, I love what you guys are doing, but we can't have that happen. But yeah. it was something where it was addressed, but you guys didn't stop the set to address. You wait till the end of the song and. I mean, no one got hurt, so it was all fine. But yeah, I remember, like, I still remember that happened vividly. Every time someone brings up the, like, you were, were you, remember the time when someone picked up the benches at Summerfest? I like, I pull up my phone, I show them the picture. I'm like, like this? Yeah, I remember that very well. (laughs) I don't encourage it, but it was, it was funny to see. And I'm like, well, we tried to tell you to get rid of these benches, dude. (laughs) That's funny. I, and then I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, so next time I see August Burns Red, make sure that's, you know, it's in a venue where it's open and we can enjoy this and mosh like crazy. And then 
I'll never forget this either. You guys are playing, and then the fire alarm started going off because your smoke machines are creating too much smoke. <laughs> yeah, that that's happened a couple of times too. <laughs> yeah. And then the third time I saw you guys, went out without a hitch. Like that was the only time where I'm like, nothing went wrong. Everything went perfectly right. No one had to stop or anything. It was just a ripper straight through and through. No one, I didn't get hurt during the show. Everything was awesome. And that's most times. I got to say, the, the smoke alarm going off is rare. The benches, that's limited to one time. <laughs> most times, everything's fine. <laughs> most times, everything's fine. So now you guys have been playing some of these shows already. You guys have been playing out in the road. You guys have been playing some of these new songs. What has the reception been like from the fans? Because I'm expecting it's been nothing short of amazing, but I want to hear it from you. Dude, it's been fantastic. It really has. Um, and I, I love all the bands we're on tour with. I really, I, I love the Prada guys. Bleed From Within, I'm so excited to get to know them and hang out with them. They're such fun dudes. And both those bands are so good live. And it's so nice to travel with a three-band bill. Um, and to like not to have have to have fans like stand on their feet like for five bands. I could that can be a long day. So it's really nice to like open doors, have like, you know, an hour before Bleed From Within starts. Let people get in, get comfortable, get some drinks and start ripping the show. Uh, and then something unique we've been doing on this tour, too, was we've been doing uh, an A set and a B set because I mean, you're talking about we're celebrating 20 years being a band. And, you know, we got, you know, not 20 years of material, 17 years of material that we're playing because we are playing some stuff off Thrill Seeker. Um, and so we're like, well, how can we maximize, you know, the songs that we get to choose from? Because, you know, having so many different fans enter into the August Burns Red world throughout our career with different records and stuff. Like everybody has a different favorite record and, and a different opinion. So it's like, how can we mix this up and um, try to make everybody happy? So we decided to take uh, two sets, playing some similar songs every night and then just swapping in and out some other songs from different records to try to spread it out. And so that's been really fun too. It was kind of weird to get used to because usually on tour, you can memorize, you can memorize the set and just like, you know, not have to look down to see what song am I playing next. So it's a little bit weird getting used to that, but I still really like doing that. And I'm enjoying flip-flopping the sets and, and playing different songs each night. Well, we've been thinking about that in the same kind of mindset too, with all the material that you have, especially there's probably going to be a good amount of people that are going to multiple shows on this tour because they love the band. They want to see Bleed From Within. They want to see Devil Wars Prada as well. They just want to be a part of it. And if they're going to be close, if you're going to be like in a closer proximity, you know, people will travel an hour or two easily to go see us multiple times. And if they're going to get a slightly different set, like an A set and a B set between the two nights, you're going to give them more of a reason to continue to want to come back. It's kind of like, I want to see this more than once. You're creating that um, return value in a way from a live show, which has me thinking, shit, now I want to go see this more than once. <laughs> yeah. And if you do make sure you come to a show that's like, back to back which i guess would be your best chance of being close anyways but like we are you know we're not playing like a set three days in a row and then a b it's so far and i don't know why we would change it we've just been doing a set b set a set b set if there's a day off and we just did the b set before that day off well we're doing the a so we're we're rotating every single show so far and i don't know why we would change that but and i have talked to a couple of people who have been to um where was that it was um houston and dallas and then somebody did dallas and san antonio so they got to see both sets and they were super excited about that and, and yeah that's more of a reason to make you want to come out to see the show again because i mean touring for so many years you know how many times i've met people to meet and greet and been like uh i was at the show last night or i was at the show and uh, a couple of days ago and it's like ah, i wish we were playing different songs for you but it's a lot of work to do two different sets and i mean dude 
I can't remember how many different songs we're playing between the two sets, but it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to, to remember. And, and like I said, that's the one thing is it's kind of hard to get into a flow because like when you do a tour and you play 40 shows or whatever it is in a tour, you know, you're set by, you know, usually, you know, it before you even go into it because you've been practicing at home, but you know, within the first week, you know, what song's next, you know, where you like to be on the stage because oh i gotta change guitars so i want to be over here at this point in the set but it's a little bit different when you're flip-flopping so but it, it keeps it fresh and unique too i think which is pretty exciting um as as far as like playing on stage and um i don't want to say it gets boring to play the same set but it kind of does when you do it for like 40 shows in a row so it's pretty cool to flip-flop you get get a little bit of that like variety in there, as I've always heard. Variety is the spice of life, so you're adding a lot more of that to it. I understand where the difficulties can come in when you know, okay, we're playing this set and we're playing this set, we're flipping back and forth, trying to get into that rhythm, trying to get into that groove. But in the end, you're gonna have those people that come to multiple shows, get to see multiple different experiences, and really get even more connected with you guys as a band because. Shoot, now they're seeing songs that maybe they never thought they were going to ever see live. Or, oh man, you know, I wanted to see this song live, but it wasn't on the set that I was supposed to be at. Well, the show, the next show is only an hour away from where I live. So, screw it. I'm going to go and see it again because, one, this, I know the show's going to be an absolute ripper. And secondly, this just sounds like a good time. If I'm going to enjoy it, like this is what I love to do, I get to enjoy a It's like seeing you guys twice in like one year basically but on two brand of completely different tours <laughs> all within the same like you know time constrained period of two or three days yeah that's true the only thing that hurts is when you when you meet somebody at the meet and greet and, and they say like you guys playing carpe diem tonight and you're like ah shit no we played that last night sorry <laughs> you know <laughs> and you gotta deal with the oh man yeah well are you playing this one Ah, no, we're not playing that one either. <laughs> but at that, that point, at that point, it's like, that's just the gamble you got to take. And that's what yeah. that, you got to deal with. But the, at the same time, it's, we're getting a chance to see a completely different set from you guys, whether it's one night or the other night on the same point. Of, you know, we're still going to see some of those songs that we absolutely expect like to hear every single show, but we're going to hear something that's completely new, a different experience. And I mean, I'm thinking about this now. I'm like, I'm definitely going. I know I've got tickets for that Chicago show, but I think you guys are playing in Minneapolis like the night or two beforehand, and that's the like the next one before the Chicago show. I'm like, shoot, I'm gonna have to call my friends and be like, hey, can I stay at someone's house because uh, I got something I got to do up there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's a reason to go travel and hang with friends. <laughs> absolutely. If it means being able to go and see one hell of a show, and you know, maybe get my friends into the pit as well, throw them around a little bit, let's have some fun. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. And I know, you know, right before the release of the album as well, right as you guys were getting to go on and tour, you guys were with uh, Heart, the Heart Support Fest as well, which I know was put on alongside Jake as well. So how did that whole entire thing end up? I was trying to get down there. I really wanted to be there, seeing the lineup. And it was the same weekend as my cousin's wedding. So that took precedent. I was like, that lineup was so good. So how did that whole entire thing turn out for you guys? Oh, dude, that was awesome. It was really cool. You know, it was the first year and Jake put a lot of work into it. Um, so it was really nice to see it come together to see so many people come to the show, too, because it was the shows were big, dude. Like being a first year, not knowing what to expect. The weather was great and everything about the fest flowed so smoothly. Everything went on time. Everything was as it should have been. You never know what you're going to get into when you play a festival for the first time ever, or, you know, in this case, this was the first year ever this happening. So we've played festivals before where it's like, Oh geez, well, this was hardly a fest or not doing that. And I wasn't expecting that with this at all, but um, 
Dude, it was just so, it was so great. And I'm so happy for Jake. He put so much work into it and time and effort and to see it come together and be a, a big success was just like very rewarding. And I'm proud of him for all that he did with that festival and all that he's doing with heart support. Oh, absolutely. I heard a couple of people that had been down there that had spoken nothing but positive things about the festival as well. And for the first year of a festival ever, you know, two-day festival, taking a look at the lineup, I was like, day one, you got Parkway Drive headlining. Especially, you know, first time coming back since the pandemic and everything. Everyone is so wrapped up at ready to go for it, ready to go nuts for it. And then I'm thinking, okay, how can you get better for day two than Parkway Drive? Me, personally, I saw the headliner was, and I that's when I got max. I'm like, I can't go to this because it was rise against <laughs> yeah and dude ghost inside being there as well that was so That's awesome right. they're so tight yeah it was a really cool it was a really cool festival i've really enjoyed it it was awesome it was really who else you guys had there i think was memphis may fire there i think you guys had spirit box under oath was currents there as well yep currents dance gavin dance uh and then uh, bleed from within and prada both played as well silverstein um what am i missing can't recall i was yeah yeah anyways it, it was it was an awesome lineup it really was and for like and just put it together and having that much success of it it's just going to be something that speaks positively about you know heart support about jake about you guys because especially with it being jake it's kind of like august burns red being a catalyst behind that as well it just brings so much more positivity to the fact that there's so much going on in the music scene so much great music coming out so much great support going around all over the place and on top of it i mean Something that says this festival could easily come back year after year and has a support to be able to function year after year to keep bringing bands that are going to absolutely rip up that stage and have the fans go ape crazy for it every single time. Absolutely, dude. 100%. The crowd was nuts. It was wild. It was beautiful, too. Just perfect weather. Couldn't have asked for it better. And even like for Florida too, it's like you never know what kind of weather you're going to get. Even like putting it in, you know, middle of February might be your best chance at it because, you know, you never know exactly what's going to happen, but you could get 50 degree weather. You could get 80 degree weather, but at least you're not going to get, you know, 95 degrees and potentially have to melt out there or stick stuck in the middle of a giant storm. Yeah. Like we've done warp tour in July in Orlando. That's something to, <laughs> to write home about <laughs> to say the least. It's brutal, man. I can somewhat attest to it because I did Rockville last year, and I think the like the coolest day was like 85 degrees outside. Hottest day was like mm. 95, 96, and hot, humid, and just uh, I almost melted. Yeah, that's the worst. It was it was not the best. I do want to jump back a little bit into the album though with uh, Death Below because I know you said it kind of had this darker theme, this darker tone to it. Why'd you guys go with more of this like darker idea behind the whole entire album? Uh, well, I don't think it was really planned out it just kind of happened like that and then the nature of the album was that that was where we started that was the stuff that we had written to begin and so it was like we wanted to continue that thematic thing because we wanted the record to flow from start to finish and i don't mean to say like the whole record is dark because it definitely has its moments where it lets up and there's you know some like melodic clean parts as well um, but overall it, it just has this, it's one of our darkest albums. I'd always said before that rescue and restore was like our darkest album. And I thought that what made that dark was that it was just like the first time we really experimented with dropping our tuning. And so sometimes just the nature of playing a low tuned song gives it like a dark sound, like Bloodletter on guardians being like drop a, that was the first time we did something drop a on, on one of our records and naturally sounds darker, right? That's just in that tuning. And for me personally, 
uh, the first song that I finished for Death Below was uh, Backfire, uh, the second song that we released. And uh, just the nature of the, um, I delved into um, music theory a little bit and I started learning uh, melodic minor um, and just the or harmonic minor, melodic minor. So Backfire is uh, harmonic minor. And just the nature of that tuning is just dark. And I wanted to write a song in that key. And so there's no way around it. And so I wrote that. I wrote a song that leads into that. It kind of feels like the same song. Again, I'm talking about flowing into it. Um, and again, that's harmonic minor. And then I wrote another song. It ended up being harmonic minor too. So it was just like what I was really into at the time. And the nature of that that musical key is that it's just like dark and I wanted to write heavy stuff too. I didn't want to like write anything that was just like, I was just in, I don't know. I was just in this place where I just wanted to write something really heavy and just how it turned out for me. Oh, I can guarantee you there's gonna be a lot of people that hear that just wanted to write something heavy and they're just going to be sitting in their chairs or driving their cars going, yeah. like, getting all excited <laughs> for it. Yeah. I was so excited. So, you know, sometimes you, as a writer, sometimes you get stuck and I was definitely stuck with some stuff on this album, but, uh, but backfire being the first song that I, I wrote, it was the second song completed for the record too. And that song for me just flowed from start to finish. And, uh, I never questioned, um, letting it up. I never questioned clean part. I just, I just wanted the song to just flow and just be heavy and, and dark and i was really into blast beats at the time too so i have matt blasting for like a minute straight in that song but yeah i just i just wanted to write something relentless and heavy man Dude, you're gonna make matt's legs fall off he's gonna be blasting for a straight minute especially you guys <laughs> playing that live it's just you might have to like come over by him and like get a spray bottle like spray him out like okay we need to cool down the engines a little bit to make sure we can finish the rest of the set yeah <laughs> You know, there's that one part in that song where it is like 45 seconds or a minute of just straight up blasting black metal blast. Oh man. Yeah. I remember when I wrote that and I texted him, I'm like, I got a song for you, Matt. <laughs> it's like a bring, lot of blasting at the end of it. Bring back the ice bucket challenge for Matt specifically. Cause <laughs> you might see some like massive steam come off his legs. Just like, what, what, what happened? Nah, man, they just play backfire straight minute of blast beats. Matt needed it. <laughs> He's killing that. We are playing backfire. He's he's killing it on this tour. He really is. Oh my god! Then that I mean that speaks to just the the power, the will, and also probably a good amount of cardio right there. Because being able to go and do that so consistently, <laughs> damn, that's impressive. The amount of calories that drummers burn, man. Right? It's got to be insane. <laughs> it, it, it's got to be insane to the point where after the show, it's like if you start seeing him, you know, take down, you know, go to like Hattie B's in like Nashville or something, get a whole entire half a chicken and waffles. You know, and just take it down in 10 minutes. No, no question about it. It's like, yep, he just played a show, probably burnt twice that in, you know, an hour set. I <laughs> know, dude, it is wild. And he does do that. After the show, he's got a hefty plate. <laughs> he needs it. Refuel. And and then that plate is gone within like 10 minutes. Like, well, Matt, what happened? Had to refuel, man. Couldn't help it. That's right. <laughs> Well, kind of looking a little bit more, again, into, like, the, the tour you guys are on right now with Bleed From Within and with Devil Wars Prada. This is Bleed From Within's first time in the U.S., correct? Correct, yeah. So how has it been, you know, with a band that's it's their first time in the U.S., having them open for you guys? How has that all worked together, and how have the fans' reaction been to, you know, the tour going from Bleed From Within, then to Devil Wars Prada, and then, of course, to the oh, headliner of August Burns Red? <laughs> 
Uh, the crowd's been awesome, man, for, for every single band. You know, Bleed From Within has been a band for a very long time. I think they say 16, 17 years. Um, and this is, like I said, this is their first time in the States. Dude, they are so unbelievably tight. Um, I love Shrine, their latest record, Fracture the One. I think they came out in 2020. Like, I started listening to their, to their music around the time that we um, discussed them coming on tour. And I was like, this band is so sick. And um, I just, I see their fans, like, super excited. They are there singing along front row. You can hear people singing along, which is awesome. And then the same thing goes for Prada, which, again, the Prada's latest record, uh, De- Color Decay. Mm-hmm. Man, that record is awesome. I love it. Start to finish. It's so catchy. And just like Bleed From Within, like, their fans are singing along to, like, every word. And even their brand new songs that they haven't had much time with, they're just like, Fans are out there singing along. It's just awesome to hear it. And I find that myself personally, I, I find that I'm I'm singing Prada songs the rest of the night. Once once I hear it one time, it's all it takes, and I'm singing it the rest of the night. Um and like I said, both those bands are just they're just like down to earth, very chill. Bleed from within, they they're really trying to give it back to their fans. So they're out at merch every night trying to say hi. And um it's just a great tour, man. There's like it's only good vibes out here right now honestly so and that makes a lot of sense i have to commend that too just because hearing from some of the people that have seen the tour already have been a part of it it's been nothing but okay you get people that absolutely bleed from within you get people that love delver's pride you get people that all love august burns red you put them all in a room together and it's just a recipe for one hell of a good time because everyone is enjoying the music every step of the way i do know what you're saying about prada's album colored decay though because the first time i heard time live i'm like I could not get out of my head for days. It took Man. it took a long while to get out of my head, but it was it's something where you look at this tour and of course seeing how many days you guys were doing with this tour, it just speaks volumes to the fact that you guys have especially with this tour as well, such a powerful influence in terms of being able to bring people out, make people have an absolute blast of a time to the point where cuz this tour from start to finish in terms of like time frame isn't like 3 months long overall even with a little break in between the middle of it. Yeah, so it was four weeks on, four weeks off, four weeks on. So it's like an eight-week tour, yeah. Yeah, and it just, that amount of time, it's, I mean, how many bands are you able to do some, like, have a four-week on, four-week off, four-week on tour, or eight total weeks in the span of three months? Like, how there's not many bands that are going to be able to pull something like that off and have so much consistency coming through day in and day out with every single band. But just taking a look at the lineup, knowing what you guys bring to the stage, knowing what Devil Wars Prada brings to the stage, and the anticipation from everyone in the U.S. to see Bleed From Within, it's like this tour is basically like the ripper of a tour in 2023 that you do not want to miss. And if you do miss it, well, maybe you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't miss it. Really don't miss it. It's And honestly, I was just telling somebody last night who came to the show. I was at a bar uh, getting dinner before the show and and they asked me if I was they didn't they didn't recognize me. Not that you should at all. <laughs> uh, but they, they, they were just like I thought they were messing with me at first, but they were like, um, are you going to the show tonight? To, to myself and my guitar tech and we're like yeah and he goes well uh, you here for prada or burns red and we're like uh kind of both what about you and he was like uh more so prada and i was like oh cool man and then i was like this is where i'm going with the story i was like have you heard from uh heard of bleep from within and he's like no and i'm like dude they're from scotland it's their first time here they're so tight you gotta get over there early to go see them so my point being that it starts with, if you haven't heard Bleed From Within, you have to come see them. 
they they're opening up the tour and they're just like they're such a tight band dude like you're gonna watch them and you're gonna walk away with something you're gonna walk away a fan if you come to the show i guarantee it you haven't heard them you haven't seen them you're gonna walk away from the show a fan, a fan from bleeding from within then prada is gonna play and you're gonna be singing along and you're gonna be a prada fan too if you weren't before you're gonna be a prada fan now and then we're gonna go on and you know like we discussed earlier in the podcast we have two different sets we're playing a bunch of different songs we're also doing um, the biggest production. I know we say this every tour we go on, but uh, we're doing the biggest production we've ever done. So our light show is so unique. Uh, it's such a cool stage design that um, our lighting guy, Carlos, came up with. Um, we just have different, like, a different layout on stage with decking behind, right, right next to Matt, which is something we haven't done before. And so it's just like the biggest production we've done with two awesome bands opening up this tour and you just don't want to miss it, man. Like you said, you'll be sorry if you do. And that's why even for <laughs> myself, I made sure once once that tour got announced, I got made and one of my friends, his, his name Nate, sent me the message. He's like, dude, we're going to this. And I looked at Chicago Day and said, oh, thank God it's a Saturday because then I don't have to worry about trying to like rush out of work, rush down <laughs> an hour and a half south of me down to Chicago. And I do not want to miss Bleed from Within. Like this is a tour that you're going to want to be there when the door is open so you can kind of get in, get relaxed, and be as immersed in the whole entire experience as possible because you want to see Bleed From Them, you want to sing along with Prada, you want to be enjoy, enjoy that part. And then when August Burns Red goes on, biggest production ever, and you know it's going to be an absolute ripper of a show, you know the consistency in the sound is going to be there. I mean, I'm getting more excited for this already, and by the time we record this, like, this show's like two months away, and I'm like, why can't it be now? Like, I'm, I'm like a little kid. I'm like, I want it now. Well, it can be now. You just got to get a plane ticket. I got to get a plane ticket, but my bank account might be like, hold up there, Kevin. Uh, we, we got a little bit of an issue with that one right now. We got, we got some other funds we got to, you know, maybe move around beforehand. But, I mean, I'm, I am I could be impulsive and just say, you know what? Screw it. I'll see you guys out in, like, Arizona if you guys are playing out there in the next, like, couple of days. Like, go in there now. <laughs> get away from the cold. Get, yeah, get away from the cold for a little bit at least, and all that. I mean, it would be kind of nice to get away from the cold where I've been living in it for you know two straight weeks <laughs> indoors and out. So it would be kind of nice and to go see a show. But you know what? If I have to wait, at least I'm all set and ready to go. But because there is no way again you want to miss out on this tour. There is no way you want to miss out on seeing August Burns Red live, and there's no way you want to miss out on Death Below when it drops either. Because well, when we say consistency in August Burns Red, that's like a match made in heaven right there. <laughs> yeah i'm super excited man i can't wait if it's, it's this record's been in our hands for a while and it's just like playing the waiting game to share it with everybody else is just like it's always the worst part of releasing an album is you have it for so long until like it, it can be pressed and you can get it out on the streaming services and like have everybody be able to get the chance to hear it you've already heard it a bunch so in the band and i'm just so excited to be able to share it with everyone and to to hear feedback on it you're going to get a good amount of feedback on it in terms of the good quality feedback. So, Dustin, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, one thing I'd like to do is give my guests, which is you in this instance, a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the episode. So, Dustin, the floor is yours. Oh, thank you very much. Well, thanks for having me, first and foremost. It's stoked to be here. And uh, Death Below, as we mentioned several times, is out March 24th. Um, we're on this 20-year anniversary tour. It's It's absolutely crazy to me to think that I've been able to do this for so long. Like I joined this band when I was 18 in 2006, been a band since 2003, first record out in 2005. And it's just like back in those early days when we were sleeping on floors and 
overdrawing our bank accounts, it was just kind of wild to think like, well, how long am I going to be able to do this? Like, you don't, you don't ever expect to make it this far. And I just have to say thank you to, um, to anybody and everybody who's bought a t-shirt, who's come to a show, supported us in any way, who's put us up back in the day, having to sleep over at your house. It's just like, without you, we wouldn't be here doing this today. And it just means the world to us to be able to do this for so long. So I always love to hear when I give people the floor, they always like, you know, give thanks to everyone that's helped them out. I always love to hear that. But now it's my time to end this podcast with three specific things. So first things first, Death Below comes out on March 24th. The band is currently on tour with Bleed From Within, Devil Wears Prada. So you're going to want to make sure you go and see that show. We have pressed that enough. And you're going to want to follow along with the band everywhere you can because you want to make sure that you can know when those shows are happening, know when the next amount of shows are happening, connect with other fans of the band, and all the other good stuff. So go to the description of the podcast. Say, find August Burns Red online. There's going to be links for everything. There's going to be labels for everything. So you can connect them on social media, watch YouTube videos, download the album, buy the album, stream the album, buy merch, buy concerts, whatever you need is going to be all down there for you. I'm doing all the hard work. I'm doing all the research. Everything's down there for you to just click and go, and you're going to be set to enjoy some more August Burns Red. Now, Dustin, it's time for number two. And whenever I guest in the podcast, I enjoy having the podcast, I tend to make a certain promise as a way to say, thank you for being on the podcast, and I always wish I can continue to support the band in any way I can. Every guest I've ever had has hit on this, and sometimes it's hard to make this promise work, but I'm making it to you. So my promise to you, sir, is not if. If implies possibly not happening. So when I get to see you perform live next time, and when I'm able to find you, because I will try and find you, I'll say hi, and my promise to you is, first round's on me. <laughs> Sounds good, dude. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. That's the best way I can describe it. It's like, <laughs> I got to be like Liam Neeson from Taken, like, I will find you. I will look for you. I will find you. And I'll buy the first round. <laughs> That's what you got to do for sure. <laughs> I got to do it. Got to get the leather jacket. Liam Neeson, like, scrubs, going to, like, kind of look. Be able to make it happen. <laughs> All right, now, before we close this podcast, I cannot end this by saying goodbye because, Dustin, this was a hell of a lot of fun. I do not want to be the only time I get to talk to you on this podcast, and I made you a promise, so I got to make good on that promise, right? So goodbye is way too final for me. So I got to end it by saying, I'll see you later. Love it. I'll see you later, Kevin. (laughs) Well, Well, folks, that was my interview with Dustin from the band August Burns Red, and now it's time for Kevin's final thoughts. So, This was an episode that I have been just dying to do. Like, I was super duper excited for this thing. I was, oh my God. Like, this is the one when I remember, you know, booking it. I was just like, (gasps) I was so excited. And this episode did not disappoint like August Burns Red (laughs) doesn't disappoint when it comes to their live shows. I mean, it it was somewhere I still remember, you know, the first time seeing them and picking up those benches. At Summerfest, and I'm glad that they remember that too. Remember that moment because that is just something that just stands out to me. Is like, you know, that oh man, it, it's some of those one of those concert moments that just stands out to you, and just you can't, you know, you can't mess around with it. But when it comes to their live sets as well, the one thing I absolutely am astounded by, but it makes a lot of sense for them, and they put in the work to do it, is to have the A and the B set for this tour because. They have been around for 20 years. They've been, you know, they, their first album came out, you know, 17, 18 years ago. 
And when you have so many fans and you have so many people that are coming to see your music, come, you know, enjoy it. And you have new music you want to put out there. You have so many songs you want to play. You have so many different sounds you want to put out there. And you, you're you going to have to cut some, of course, especially when you're, you know, in a band for 20 plus years, you have all that music behind you. But for them to do an A and B set, I mean, it just makes me want to go and see them even more because I want to see what happens with that A set. I want to see what happens with that B set. You know, Mariana's Trench is going to be a part of that set each night, no matter which one is the A or the B. But man, it just, all I can remember to think about is, you know, when a band puts this much consistency out there, consistent, good quality in terms of their music, their live shows, their interaction with the fans, everything, it speaks volumes. And it's something that we can all take, you know, in our daily lives as well. We want to, you know, again, the podcast, I want to do the best of my ability with this. I want to put out the best content I can, put out the best episodes I can. And do this as with you know the most most enthusiasm that I possibly can, and continue to deliver on that positivity and that good kind. Whether you know you're in your own creative space, whether you're making your music, whether you're in a band and you're trying to you know create that consistency as well as that consistent good quality. It's basically kind of treating every episode for me, or every concert for you, or every song for you like it's the most important thing out there, so that you give it the proper time. I mean, that's always how I think about it, and. And when it comes to August Burns Red, I mean, their consistency just speaks through and through. This is an album that you are not going to want to miss out on with Death Below. I, I I really like Guardians personally from 2020. I know everyone else has a different favorite album, but that was the one that really got me into August Burns Red. And when Death Below drops, because, I mean, they've already released songs that have features with Jesse Leach and with Spencer Chamberlain from Under Oath on them. They also have a feature from Jason Richardson, so you know that guitar is going to be just massive. And they have a song featuring JT from Era as well on this album. Again, the consistency, you can tell it from um, the song with Jesse Leach, which, of course, get the name right, which is Ancestry. And then the final song, which is Reckoning, features Pension Chamberlain. I mean, they stand out in comparison in terms of just overall quality. And the fact that this album's going to flow from start to finish, you're going to want to get lost in it. So make sure you do. So go and do that by going to the description of the podcast where it says find August Burns Red Line to make sure you follow along with them on all their social media where you can watch, so you can find out where you can subscribe on YouTube to watch YouTube videos where you can buy the album, pre-order the album, download the album, uh, stream the album when it comes out, uh, buy some merch from them because you're going to want to get that shirt that says Angry Music for Happy People if you can find it again because I really, really want one too. And of course, Find where they're going to be around you for this Bleed From Within, Devil Wears Prada, August Burns Red Tour because you don't want to miss out on any of that. Also, make sure you're following along and subscribing to the Core Progression Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for your viewing pleasure. Bunch of great short content on there. Bunch of added stuff we're doing. And, of course... Instagram live streams Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central. You can also subscribe to this podcast. So hit the subscribe button on YouTube right now to, you know, make sure you're not missing out on any episodes, including our new Friday series where we just recap the week. On top of that, make sure you're also subscribed to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You're just listening on audio version. Thank you, Concert Crap as well, which we are now syndicated on. So thank you very much. You can go check us out there as well. And also want to thank Phoenix Fitness for sponsoring this podcast. Remember, 20% use code CPP20 at fxfit.com. Link to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dustin, for being on the podcast. This was something that was absolutely incredible. Absolutely overjoyed doing it. And I cannot wait to be in the middle of that pit on April 29th at the Concord Hall in Chicago with all my friends going nuts. So on that note, that's going to be for today, guys. Thank you for watching to the Chord Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I am every single one of the big, healthy, and hearty. See y'all!